Hi, Shannon Waller here, and welcome to the Inside Strategic Coach Podcast with Dan Sullivan. Dan, today what we're going to talk about is something that you've said, which I found very interesting. It's a little provocative, (laughs) but pretty fascinating, which is that a problem that doesn't bother you isn't really a problem. It's a project, Mm -hmm. which I think is just a very interesting twist. Since you're always about thinking about your thinking, Mm -hmm. I'd love for you to share what this means. This is kind of interesting. Well, it's just a little thought that's come into my mind over, I would say, the last three or four months that I noticed that certain things irk me. Certain things irritate me, and on a really bad day, it's where a lot of things have worked me and really bothered me. So I've just added a little checkoff thought that when I'm feeling kind of irritated by something, I ask myself the question, if this didn't bother you, would it be a problem? And the answer is always no, it wouldn't be a problem. It would either be a project of something that can be done and we'll move forward quickly to do it, or it's something to be ignored, okay? Because some things, you know, when you think about them, it's not really worth spending any time, time, talent on it or energy. And I've just been kind of struck by this, that my days have been happier over the last three months with the addition of this one thought, if this particular situation, this particular circumstance did not bother you, would it be a problem? And then every time I have to answer the question, no, it wouldn't be. And, you know, it's like having your flight delayed for an hour, which has happened quite a bit in the last five or six months. I said, well, if it didn't bother you that the flight was delayed for an hour, would it be a problem? And I said, no, it wouldn't be a problem. I've got my Kindle here. I can read my murder mystery, or I've got my laptop here, and I can work on a project for this hour. And it just struck me how much of the unhappiness of my life has really been about things that I gave myself permission to be bothered by. Mm. And now I'm not giving myself permission to be bothered by. And then I just sit back. So I said, so what's really happening here? Oh, this should happen, this should happen, this should happen. And I think what it's done is it's eliminated that wasting of energy of being emotionally negative about situations where it's strictly a choice on my part to be bothered by them. But if I say, no, I don't have to be bothered by this, then I notice that I actually gain an insight into what's happening now or a note to self, well, next time you're in this situation, prepare for it in this way, in this way. It's like an instant, what we call a experience transformer. <laughs> and I say, I'll just have to build some other possibilities into the situation next time if I'm in that situation. But I don't have to expand negative energy. I don't have to let it get me down. So that's just the thought. But I think there's some power to this. Well, I do too, because it also means that you're not going to, you know, waste that emotional energy on things that you can't change or that are not within your control. So we were just in our last podcast talking about the general versus the specific narrative. You know, if there's something that's just circumstances and you can't do anything about it anyway, other than maybe prepare yourself differently next time, don't worry about it, (laughs) to use the words of our colleague, Kathy Davis. And there's so much power in that to just be able to roll with things, to not waste emotional energy where it's not needed, or to turn that into something creative, which seems to me like a very calm state of being. 
I can remember whole weeks of my life, and in some cases, months of my life 20, 30 years ago, where I just allowed external circumstances to bother me. And I said, well, you know, you had a choice about that. And they said, yeah, but, you know, it wasn't right. You know, it wasn't, you know, somebody did something bad and I'm being affected by it. And I said, yeah, but you let it bother you. So I'm just playing with this thought. And this is really where I'm sort of telling the truth about where all insights that we've had in Strategic Coach have come from. It was just my noticing something that affected me negatively and that I said, well, if this wasn't a problem, but it was just a project, how would you have to feel right now and how would you have to think? And the question is that I could just draw back in myself, oh, that's really interesting. I hadn't noticed that before. Oh, that's really interesting. I remember, you know, earlier in my business career of being late and getting to the airport and being bothered for a period of a couple hours. And I said, well, that's easy. Why don't we just set off for the airport three hours early, get there early, have a coffee, relax, read the newspaper, read whatever you have with you, work on some project. So Babs and I, for at least the last 15 years, always start for the airport where we have at least two hours when we get to the airport. And I'm not bothered by lateness anymore. So there's an enormous amount of learning that is triggered if you say to yourself, remember, if you're bothered, this is a choice on your part. You're actually indulging in a choice here to be bothered. So is there a better use of your time right now than being bothered? Could you be making a course correction? Could you be writing someone an impact filter? Could you just have with you an alternative activity that you could do since you've just been rearranged from the outside? <laughs> you know, I'm just noticing, and I notice people I don't like. You know, there's just certain people, they have a manner that just irritates me. And I said, if it didn't bother you, would you have any problem with the person? And he said, no, it's just another person. They're different from me. They express themselves differently. They act differently. But you can multiply that by 7.7 .7 billion people on the planet. So you're going to let the entire population of the planet bother you. But there are some people who do. Who do. They get bothered by what independent human beings outside of their realm are doing to them. I said, yeah, I, I don't think this is a good use of my energy. I don't think this is a good use of my time. And what it's done is made me much more open to the difference of other people. Actually, I've come to appreciate that people don't do things the way that I do things. They don't think the way that I think. And that's really interesting. That's not irritating anymore to me. It's actually, gee, Maybe they're onto something I'm not seeing here, or they're noticing something I'm not noticing, but I'm, I'm not irritated by that experience. So it's really opened up my brain to the differences. I mean, if you're really for human freedom, if you're going to grant it to yourself, you have to grant it to other people, too. <laughs> Good point, Dan. Yeah. Well, first of all, I think anything that makes us more open also makes us more available. So you just take in a lot more. You just, As a system, you're much more receptive. But the whole idea of the process from irritating to interesting, what a great way to coin that, <laughs> that phenomena. Yeah. I mean, it's just such a cool way to look at things. So if someone wants to do this for themselves, if they're feeling irked or irritated, what can they do to kind of well, reach I that same thinking? Well, I think it's just a thinking about your thinking. You know, I mean, the whole basis of strategic coach is really defined by the line, our eyes only see and our ears only hear what our brain is looking for. 
So what I'm gaining more and more is an ability to say, you know, in this situation, what's your brain really looking for? Are you looking for a human race outside of yourself that's exactly the same as you? If you answer, yeah, I'd like people to be more like me, and I said, yeah, but you've spent your whole life trying to be different from other people. <laughs> so you can't have it both ways. You can't say, on the one hand, I want to be different from other people and then demand that other people be the same as you. You know, there's some logic. And, you know, the anger that some people have in their lives comes from the fact that they somehow want things to be very uniform and conforming in one part of their thinking, but they want to be unique in another. So my sense is if I really want to lead a life that's unique, then I have to grant that other people's uniqueness is going to be different from mine. <laughs> <laughs> By definition, that their uniqueness is going to be different. I'm just noticing that I'm appreciating people more as a result of this. That's a big thing. But anytime you get angry or you get irritated, just step back and say, if this didn't bother me, would it actually be a problem? And the answer, based on my research over the last three or four months, is no, it's not a problem. It could be a project. It could be a correction. It could be a call to prepare better for this type of situation, but it doesn't bother you. It's just learning. You're just learning something new about the world outside of your world. And Dan, we talk a lot about freedom in coach and in this podcast. As you're talking, I'm like, oh my gosh, you have so much more freedom now mm -hmm. from that emotional, negative emotional response that you used to have. And now you can enjoy being in the airport and reading your book and whatever else you'd like to do there. And that's kind of the goal. The goal is to be able to experience that kind of ease of being no matter where you are, what's happening. And I think along with that, that freedom that you get just in terms of yourself, but other people pick up on this fact that you're kind of interested in why they're thinking that way. And so I got a pretty wide bandwidth, you know, being a coach. I've coached over 6,000 entrepreneurs since I started coaching personally, where I had personal interactions with them. You know, I have my favorites. But what I'm noticing is that since people's different, what I could interpret previously as irritating behavior, or irritating ways of talking about themselves. When I say to myself, well, this isn't going to bother me, it actually creates an attraction between us because we pick up on other people being bothered. And since I'm not putting off that radio wave anymore that I'm bothered, I can just ask him a question, you know, which is not a confronting question, and say, hey, I'm really interested in what you said there. How are you looking at that? And the moment I ask that question, they seem to respond by thinking about their thinking, because I've asked them a question that they could not have previously prepared for. Mm -hmm. And they say, oh, well, you know, this is how I'm seeing things. And then I learned something brand new because I wasn't seeing things that way. So in a very major way, I'm just into learning right now. I'm learning at a rate that's the greatest of my entire life right now. And it has to do with my interactions with other people. I'm just seeing things that I just never saw before. And I said, well, I hadn't looked at things that way. What do I have to know to actually see things the way that someone else is thinking about? And then I'll ask more questions or I'll read up on, on such a thing. And so... 
I feel like I'm really winning because where things aren't going the way I wanted them, I'm learning something brand new of a possible different way of approaching things that I didn't see before. And I think this is great for my coaching, just to have a a more and more interested, broader understanding of all the different ways that people can be uniquely different from the way that I'm doing things. One of the things I took from that, Dan, is that it gives you much more room to be more curious. Yeah. And the other thing is, I'm always really clear that people, even though they made you something that's incomprehensible to me, it makes sense to them. Oh, yeah. And you've always said, and I think this is actually an important basis for this shift that you're making or have made, is that people do things for their reasons, not ours yes. or not yours. You have a basic understanding or framework that people are independent and unique. <laughs> But now you have a whole other way of interacting with them, which is really powerful. And I know this is something because I'm, I'm one of these people that gets irked often. <laughs> so I'm going to put this into practice for myself. So I really appreciate this look at things. And also, you know, if something is irking you consistently, do something to change it. You know, if go earlier to the airport or what have you. Mm -hmm. And that makes a profound difference in your experience. Yeah, and I think it has a lot to do with time. And this is a whole new avenue is that time is limited, you know, and that's just a condition of being human. You have a certain number of years. The days have a certain amount of time in them. And that we get irked over other people's what we perceive to be good or bad uses of time. And I'm saying, you know, that every time I'm willing to suspend my negative emotional reaction I learned something new about the use of time that I hadn't seen before. I think time is the great currency for growth, you know, that our more intelligent, more creative, more expansive use of time for ourselves is actually the key for linking up with the best possible people we could be linked up with in our life. So I think that this not being bothered by other people's different ways of doing things is actually the door that you go through to find out many, many more intelligent ways of using time and not allowing your initial negative response to something to be anything except a signal, oh, this is something new to learn. That is fascinating, and I think I'd like to do that. The time is a great currency for growth as one of our next podcasts, Dan. <laughs> That's wonderful. Well, thank you for sharing your thinking. I know it will be very useful for me and for you listening. So if there's someone else in your life or your network who would really benefit from what you've learned today, why not share this episode with them? You could be a hero today just by clicking share. Thank you, Shannon. Thank you so much, Dan. Thank you.